0: Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What'd you say?
1: Fucking <laughs> <Lookin'> Susan.
0: <laughs> what a way to start the year.
1: Oh, wait, are you recording?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we're back.
1: We are back. Happy, Happy New, New, New Year. Oh, was that in harmony? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's try One, one two, three. Happy, happy New Year! year. No, we're God. just following <laughs> each other.
1: I, I don't know how like to so harmonize in real life.
0: We live in Nashville, but we're definitely not singers. No, the two no. people in Nashville that aren't trying to get a record deal. Um, how you doing, Chip? Welcome <laughs> to 2022.
1: Uh, thank you. Um, I God, feel like you're how being weird. very it's...
0: draggy with your words. No, I'm, I'm just, good. Well, I'm like you said, ha- Happy 2022. Happy it just New sounds weird. Year. I'm so glad.
1: Well, I'm really glad to put 2021 behind me. Amen to that, sister. But it doesn't feel like it was a full year.
0: (laughs) What? It feels like it was 800 years to me. Well, that
1: (laughs) that is true. It feels like it was 800 years and not a year all at the same time.
0: I know that feeling. I feel like the last three years is such a blur to me that... It feels like 100 or 800 mm-hmm. years, I think, is what I just said. 800. <laughs> I can't even think straight because it feels like it was so many years ago. Um, and I'm also like, wait, what year is it? Because I feel like I have no concept of time or space or anything anymore. Days of the week. Still, I feel like that. Do yeah. you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, it
0: all got lost in COVID. It
1: all got lost in COVID. I don't know. It was just my, my year was also kind of a whirlwind anyway. But it's. Mm -hmm. I think what makes it feel short and long to me is, um, the life we feel like we all left behind. Yeah. Or the last like full year of like normalness was 2019. Right. And that feels like it was also yesterday.
0: Yeah. Even when you said that, though, I was like, that was only two years ago. But good God, so much has happened. Yeah. It's a hard thing to think about, but I, I think everyone kind of has that same feeling, but I posted, I actually posted on Instagram. I think this was last week, but that Bernie meme was only 11 months ago. It was ago. only 11 months I ago. I can't, I'm still shook by that. Yeah. Like it feels so long ago to me. Yeah. Cause just so much has happened. And I think we've like, we've said this a bunch, we've gone through so much trauma together, whether it was political COVID related, so many changes happening in our country and just culture in general. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's actually the perfect segue into this topic. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do it. I just naturally segue. Yes. Um, we Well, actually, I just want to first go go ahead. I mentioned this on Wednesday on the podcast, but we kind of have a new structure, and I'm actually really excited about it. We're still doing the format that we mentioned to you guys where we're going to talk about on the edge. We're going to talk about a pop culture topic one week. We're going to do an interview with someone interesting one week and maybe a little edgy, but I think we've kind of restructured ed- structured edgy to also mean Oh, I already forgot. (laughs) It's not living on the edge as in like we have to be pushing boundaries all the time, but it's like the lighter things in life. Right. That was what it was because.
1: Taking the edge off.
0: Taking the edge off because sometimes. Good Which might sometimes
1: mean taking your pants off.
0: Oh, you know? okay. Well, yeah. I didn't think about it that way, but yeah. it could mean yeah. that. He can live um, on the edge. He can while live on the
3: edge. Taking off the edge.
0: There you go. <laughs> and I think we all need that so badly right now. And a lot of the stuff I do on the velvet can be a little heavy, intensive. Especially like mentally, you're just going like, oh my God, there's more to learn always. But I love that stuff. And so I'm going to keep doing that. And then the edge will be a little bit of the lighter side of things, which it really kind of is.
1: And it will relate. It's all going to sort of interrelate.
0: So the bigger thing that we've come up with and that I'm really excited about is each month we're going to have a theme and... The whole month is going to be structured around this different theme that we're all that we're working through personally and all of the guests. And then the topics like the pop culture, the interviews, we're also still going to do a sex and dating week. And then questions from you guys, which we just can't quit because that's our favorite thing. I was getting DMS from some people this week and they literally make Chip and I laugh out loud. So please keep them coming. You can always email us at the edge at velvetsedge.com. Um, and that'll be a full week, one week of just interacting with you guys because we love it so much. But
1: And be- ideally, we would like, we would hope that some of those questions would sort of be within the theme of that month. Yeah. So, okay, so we'll do it the instance, last week of the month so that yes. we had time to sort of consume and be on. On brand for the month. On brand for the month. So for the month of... topic.
0: Yeah. So for the month of January, for instance, we are going to... The topic is new beginnings because this is the season, obviously, where everyone is setting their intentions for the year. You're setting a word like maybe we talked about on the last podcast. If if you guys did come up with words, email them to us. Um, And... You might be setting resolutions even, things you want to get rid of in the last year. And so it's all about the new. It's like letting go. Wiping
1: the slate clean. Good
0: God, we need it. And it's like letting go of the things that don't serve you and what do you want to invite into your life? And so all of the topics we talk about this month are going to be under that umbrella in some capacity. On the velvet, like I said, I'm going to be talking about um, the different sort of healers that I work with and the different modes of healing and Why are you smiling? (laughs) I don't know. Um, And different modes of like how you can seek help or internal growth if you want. I've had a lot of people come to me and just ask, like, I want to do this kind of self-exploration and I don't know where to start. And so I'm having on Marv, who always works with me with the astrologer, a therapist to talk about talk therapy and the benefits of that. And then a somatic therapist, my breathwork instructor is going to do... interview with me and just things that i do because i think people are like overwhelmed and i just love that stuff and so i have a lot of people that i work with and have been my teachers that are so amazing that you can just educate us and then you and i have a, a couple little things at hand which is maybe why you have this mischievous grin no
1: i was just sort of thinking like um back to sort of the 21 22 2019 sort of conversation that we were mm. having like Last year, at the beginning of twenty one, I feel like all of us were saying the same sort of things that we're saying, and now, but believing that it was going to be possible. Like I actually feel year. like twenty twenty two, we're all like, "Fuck it, we have to wipe the slate clean, mm. and this this is going to be a new year." And I think that we're like, we're going to see a lot of people sort of, um, peak, their curiosity peaked on like how to heal. There's a lot yes. of healing that is needed. I agree, yeah, so. and I
0: think. You know, Marv said this earlier this week on the podcast, but the thing in our culture, it's not going to go back to the way it was. No, I should want that either. And I, I agree. I think let's keep moving forward, but things are going to change and things are going to shift. And like, we're even seeing airports are completely understaffed. The supply chain issues like this year is probably going to be hit with some struggles too. And I'm sure there's things we don't even know, but I think what we're bumping up against is, Okay we now have learned that we're actually kind of powerless and like life is going to happen. And so how do we deal? How do we cope? How do we heal through trauma? Like we're asking ourselves these harder questions and, um, and we just want to help with that because I know for me, these are things that I'm interested in and things I'm doing for myself because I need it too. You know, I think we all do and we're all kind of seeking right now. And so if we can work together as a collective to get to those better resolute or Resolves and in even resolution since it's January. I think that's going to keep us moving forward. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> you know, I love when you answer that way.
1: I don't always have an answer for everything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So let's go into the topic. Okay. This is actually a really funny topic for us because there has been a time or two where this has not been the case.
1: I mean, shit. <laughs> It was the exact opposite.
0: Let's talk about twenty twenty one was maybe our year of being drunk curious. <laughs> and this this year for me in particular has become very sober curious. Yeah. So we were gonna talk about that because this is this is our pop culture thing because it has become a little bit trendy to be sober.
1: Well, and it's dry January. It's That's really true. popular. So
0: Yeah, it's dry January, so I think a lot of people put the bottle down anyway. I have been not drinking now for a little over two months. 400
1: years, it feels like. <laughs>
0: 800 was 2021. Yeah. 400 years, it feels like I haven't been drinking. I actually have lost count. Like, I don't keep count of how long it's been. Um, but it has been interesting. Yeah. Like, there, it was. it's an interesting thing because, also, I've talked so much about alcohol <laughs> on this podcast, on my Instagram. Like, I work with certain brands of alcohols I love. And um, that's gotten interesting because I'm like, oh, wait, but I'm not really even drinking right now. But I still used to love those. So I'm still going to talk about them. But, um, yeah, it's been an interesting journey. And I think that a lot of people are starting to ask themselves these same questions that I was. And it's just more about, like, what is actually my relationship with alcohol And is this becoming something that is serving me in my life? Or is it something that is hindering me in my life? And I'm almost 40. So I think maybe this is why you're starting to ask these questions. And I started to think about it. And I think COVID exacerbated this a bit. But it was becoming something that was really hindering who I even was.
1: Yeah, well, and how young were you when you started drinking?
0: I actually did not start drinking as early as a lot of people. Um, I didn't start drinking until I was in college. Okay.
1: It's
0: not even yeah. my freshman year. I think I didn't start drinking as my- Late bloomer over here. I know. <laughs> um, but I talked about this a little bit. Like my parents didn't really drink growing up. And so it wasn't really something I was around. I went to like a Christian high school and yeah. nobody really drank in my friend group. And so I was a late bloomer. Then I went to LSU and it went to, really the <laughs> shit hit the fan. <laughs> I was like, oh, drive uh, through daiquiris? Okay. Oh, <laughs> <thought> me up. <laughs> Um, But I don't really know that I ever, like, understood what a healthy relationship with alcohol even looks like. And I still don't know that I, like, know what I'm doing right now as far as, like, am I going to quit drinking forever? I don't know. It's just something that I was, like, you know, like, right now, and I'm going through a couple things that I'm really trying to do some deep introspection. It just is not serving me. Like, I don't know how else to say that.
1: Yeah, I, um, for me, it's, like, I've I've often like had I, I'd never even heard this term until tonight. Sober curious. Oh really? Yeah. Um, but I've definitely had some like sober curious thoughts. I just uh, don't know that. I've never thought that I have a problem with alcohol. I mean, yeah. I, I like I grew up in a in a household where my parents drank, um, mm-hmm. and you know they probably like in hindsight they they might have an alcohol problem. Okay. Um, and but it was never they were they're completely functional um but my dad definitely like would drink himself to sleep every night but he was also tired so but it wasn't like he was never like a he's not like a violent drunk you know right. um but that doesn't mean he doesn't have a problem with it you know right. um and for me i'm i'm very different than them like they drank every night that's never been my thing I'm, i i guess more i'm more of a binge drinker i only I only really drink when I want to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, I'm not the type of person that's like needs a glass of wine or a cocktail at the end mm-hmm. of the night to like wind down. Um, so my relationship is like, it literally centers around having fun. Right. You know, so, uh, but I've often thought like, God, would I be healthier if I just didn't drink? But it's hard to picture my life not drinking.
0: Well, I think especially in the music industry, it is like such a staple. everywhere. Yeah, it's like what you do. Yeah, I actually don't even know if it's, Specific to the music industry, I think it's a lot of industries. But I think it's any
1: business. It's like
0: going to any event. There's going to be alcohol, and that was uh, for many years. I think I've kind of like had this thought before, or I've stopped drinking before, where I'll just be like, ugh, like grossed out or a dry January kind right. of situation. And I would get anxiety about certain things like, oh, but what about being on the road at this time? Or like, I would start thinking about it. And this time, because I had so much other stuff going on, I was just like, I got to stop. Like, I got to put this down. And, and there's it,
1: never a perfect time.
0: No. And it just can't be a factor. And actually, when I decided, like, it was the day that I decided, I was like, well, I'm not going to drink. I didn't put, y'all were all kind of like, well, for how long? Because we had some friends doing November. Like, what is, what is that called? No... It's not no, no shade. No was November. November. Well, whatever they were doing, they were just doing it for November. And I, they were like, oh, you're just not drinking for November. And I just was like, no, I don't really know how long. Like, and I still feel that way. I'm just sort of like going with it. And it really has been interesting because it has not been hard. Yeah. I was so worried about going to certain events or before, going to certain events, being in situations where everyone's drunk. And I just don't even care. Isn't that weird?
1: Well, you know what's funny? It's I when I lived in New York, I mean, so this was years ago. I haven't done this in years. Mm-hmm. Um, I would do a sober month. It was never January. It was always like
0: You're such a rebel. You would well, do like y- April. It was, <laughs> ne- well,
1: I the one that I remember the most, I did like mid October to mid November. Okay. And when I planned to do it, I didn't it never occurred to me that my birthday fell in it. And Halloween, which when you know, Halloween used to be like one of my favorite nights of the year. Yeah. And so I had to do both of those sober, and I stuck to it. The thing that I noticed the most was how annoying people are when they're drunk. It's a lot. People, to like tolerate. you get co- Like I would get cornered by the worst people who wanted to say the same thing to me over mm-hmm. and over and over again. But what I loved about it was I could go out and have a great night of fun with friends and I remembered everything that happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, remember last night when you did this?
1: Yes, and I remember first everything. Yeah,
0: and you're not the person that anyone's telling this story about and you're not the person that's like, oh God, I don't even remember that. Right, <laughs>
1: and th- to those people that were like really annoying that corner you and talk too much, like uh-huh. you can kind of say anything back to them.
0: Oh, because they won't remember They don't it. remember, yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, I think I told you... I haven't had any, like, there's been a couple moments where I'm sort of like, oh, it would be nice to be able to have a drink. Mostly what I've noticed is it's the action of taking a cup to my mouth. I swear to God, it is that mindless. And that was another reason I just sort of wanted to take a pause at least is because I just realized, like, I wasn't drinking consciously. Like, there wasn't a part of me that was like, I'm going to have this wonderful glass of wine with this meal because it's going to taste really good and whatever. It was just more so a habit or it became this thing that became a habit. And before I knew it, I was drinking every day just like as a thing I did. Right. And I don't like that. It, yeah. does, it doesn't. It does I personally found myself not being very creative. Like I wasn't sleeping well. Um, I'm already an emotional person. And so like, it got me way more in my feels and like, it's just not a good feeling. I've literally like also lost immediately five pounds. Like it just, it drains from your face. It's like, I didn't realize how bloated my face was even. And it could be just having, you know, a glass or two of wine a night, but it's just that idea of that. Even I'm like, Right. How did that become the thing? And I am telling you I think it was COVID, a lot of it. Like
1: I remember at the beginning I was I started drinking excessive amounts of wine at the beginning of COVID and I mm-hmm. had to make a choice like this has t- I would drink two bottles a night. Yeah. Cuz I was on Zoom like playing games with friends. It was kind of at the beginning point where It was still a We all thought it was like isolation. A, yeah, we just got like We're a few like, oh, weeks we off of couple, work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um But I, yeah, I was like, I can't keep doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, And that wasn't like, I didn't think I had any sort of problem. It was just like, wow, this is getting out of control. Mm -hmm. Um, But it never got to the point where it became even two drinks a night for me. Like Mm -hmm. I just stopped doing it.
0: Well, you also live by yourself. I think it was like, it becomes a habit, especially for me in a coupleship. Like you're sort of like, it's like the thing you do, you know? And it's just like with dinner, you have drinks or then you... Sit and chat by the fire and have a drink. And like I just realized like that wasn't really how I functioned before. And so all of a sudden, why is this how I'm functioning? And is this like me being me? Were you, you doing know? it for you
1: or were you doing it for him? Right. Yeah. Or
0: like was I just doing it out of not even thinking about right. it? Like just unconsciously doing it. And so anyway, if I ever do decide to bring alcohol back in my life, that is something I want to be really aware of, is the conscious piece of drinking and like. Be just be intentional, and that's with everything in our lives, right? So yeah. why are we just so mindlessly drinking alcohol?
1: yeah, I mean i've I've definitely noticed. like sometimes when I've been we were like over at Mary's house mm-hmm. um because of my dogs, I have to get home. That's true, and I often and you I don't even know if you all notice, but I'll only have like two drinks and then i just moved to her she's got the most amazing ice machine oh, yeah, it's i would ice. just move i would just move to i would drink i water and chew on ice i definitely didn't notice yeah it was because i didn't want to have to like spend 80 dollars in ubers like right. getting getting home and then coming back for my car i just wanted to be able to go home so i know that i'm capable of like consciously drinking mm-hmm. but i feel like my conscious choice often is just like okay we're here to party let's yeah. do it yeah
0: yeah Which, I mean, I don't know if there's anything wrong with that either. I just think we live in this culture that it's good to start asking these questions because how did binge drinking and drinking so heavily just become the norm?
1: Well, I think there's a lot of advertising dollars that
0: that play into
1: it. You know, and it's... Shit! Look, we've all been to a fun bar.
0: Well, it's why we were drinking when we were doing this podcast. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure people are listening. And they're like, "Oh, oh boom!" Oh God, here we go. James the channel. <laughs> hey,
1: for the record, I'm I still drink. So
0: <laughs> Chip will be drinking for both oh of God, us now. Oh my God, maybe I should
1: start drinking. And you're <laughs> while we record, I'll be the sober. I'll be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all you say is yeah the
0: whole podcast. That'll be interesting. <laughs>
2: eBay Motors es tu socio seguro. Puedes ver el potencial. Con algo de trabajo, piezas nuevas y mucha pasión, transformaste una carrocería oxidada con 100.000 millas en un vehículo totalmente singular. Con más de 122 millones de piezas y accesorios para tu vehículo, puedes asegurar que siga funcionando sin problemas. Juegos de frenos, faros, turbocargadores, defensas, lo que requiera tu carro, encuéntralo en eBay Motors. Con Guarantee Fit de eBay, te aseguras que la pieza le queda perfecta a tu carro a la primera. O se te devuelve tu dinero. Y a estos precios, qué más y no tu dinero. Mantén vivo ese espíritu de ride or die, baby. En eBay Motors, eBayMotors.com. Solo para artículos elegibles. Se aplican restricciones. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant. AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code IBM. Let's create. The following ad is sponsored by Pet's Best Insurance Services.
3: Well,
0: it's funny if you are a Sex in the City watcher, I'm sure that you've noticed the the thing. You're not, right, Chip? No. But this is why it's a pop cult I'm a bad guy. God, you really are. Um, no Kardashians and no sex in the city. Nope. Like, what kind of guy are you? I've
1: dabbled with sex in the city, but
0: Oh, you've dipped your toe. You're you're a Sex in the City curious. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so one of the characters, Miranda, is kind of they're hinting at the fact that maybe she's alcoholic and so that's become a big storyline on the show and she's just revealed and sorry this is a spoiler spoiler alert if you're behind but she's just revealed that she's unhappy in her life and so she's drinking to medicate and I know for me that was a thing too is like I would find myself in uncomfortable situations in my life and I'm medicating whatever uncomfortable feeling I have about drinking and you're just kind of going with it you know and like again that's what I was saying about it being unconscious you're just trying to stuff your feelings. And it's similar to things I have said in the in the Velvet side of things where I just am so frustrated right now with our culture and I'm excited that we're starting to have these conversations. But like, why do we not know how to medicate or help ourselves through life without drinking, moving on to the next relationship, doing drugs, like medicating, I guess, in general? Why do we not know how to do that? That's really sad, actually.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that... um there's probably just a lot of conditioning that
0: it's just programming. Yeah. yeah it's, it's all we've learned. Yeah. But like, so maybe that's why like we're doing it's these five podcasts. o'clock somewhere. Right. You know what I mean? It's
1: like, think of all those coping mechanisms that we've learned that are just
0: completely unhealthy.
1: Yeah. and And, but they're like completely socially acceptable too. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and talking about sobriety has been, it's, it's like, um, what's the word that I'm I'm looking for? It's it's like a, you're a leper.
0: Oh my god! You know what I mean? It's yeah. like
1: you're the outcast. Yeah. Um. Oh well, he, Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's something that it's so we don't even want to talk about. You're
0: like, oh, he doesn't drink. Oh, he he, has, he doesn't drink. has a problem. Yeah. He
1: goes to meetings.
0: Right. He's, like, that's... like that's a bad thing. Right. And it's actually like we were talking about. You're this choosing before. to work on yourself. Yeah. It should
1: it should actually be something like that's celebrated.
0: Right, because it's actually one of the bravest things you can do 100%. to go against the grain, to face yourself, look at why, the why is behind why you're drinking. Drinking a symptom of a lot of stuff, right? It's not like the drinking is just a symptom is what I've learned or the drugging or whatever you're doing. It's like there's a Food, reason there's behind it. Yeah. So you're going into that being brave enough to ask those questions, which is a lot more than a lot of people can say.
1: Yeah, I mean, I look, I'm sitting here overweight Single, sometimes unhappy saying, I don't have a problem with drinking. You know what I mean? It's like
0: everybody has their different things. So it's,
1: uh, there's probably plenty of questions that I could ask myself. Yeah. It's like everyone that I know that has, doesn't drink or has stopped drinking. It it always blows my mind how much time they seem to have.
0: Well, right. Cause also you're not hung over.
3: You're
1: not hung over. You're not, your social calendar is very different. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, putting focus on so many other things
0: well i told you this earlier but i used to say when people like what do you do for fun and i was like uh drink with my friends like i don't know it's like i don't really know that i've thought about oh what hobbies do i want to have or it's always just i want to see my friends when i actually have the time to do anything but work or anything else you know and um there it just revolves around drinking and the thing is though that i've for me personally, it's helped me to still stay social because I think if I stopped drinking and stopped doing so much social events, I would feel really depressed.
1: Well, do you think that, okay, I am I was just imagining us at a show and like mm-hmm. we're a few tequilas in and you're like, woo, we're like letting loose. Yeah. Do you think like some, the, the what is really going on is that because we're not in tune enough with ourselves and loving ourselves enough for who we are that we need that alcohol to sort of give us the permission to be ourselves.
0: 100%. Yeah. I think it's all, yeah. What's this? They always call it the social lubricant. Right. And I will say maybe that's why in the past I've had so much more anxiety about, Oh, I can't not drink. Like, you know, like and where now I'm telling you I've gone to shows, I've gone to multiple shows since I've stopped drinking or, I've gone in t- to parties even and it's just like I was ordering mocktails I told you this but I've now quit that because I realized it's all sugar but um it's a
1: worse hangover
0: oh it just makes me feel terrible but I just will drink like a soda water or something if I feel like I need something but that's what I was saying it's literally like the act of moving a glass to my mouth or chewing ice like you said would help too but it's like Really not that big of a deal. I do, I have bought now um, some non-alcoholic wine or like I found a non-alcoholic tequila that I like. So when I go to a party, sometimes I bring that. The other thing I've realized is it makes other people more uncomfortable than it actually makes you. Yeah. And so like me even having... A glass of wine in my hand, they won't know that it's alcohol or not alcohol. And so it's just like it's That's what
1: I did in my sober month. It would always be just soda water and a lime. Mm -hmm. It's I was mentioning this before we started recording. Our friend Allison, who doesn't drink and never has. Yeah. And not because she has a problem. It's just she was never interested. And the girl parties harder than anybody. And she's she's always one of the last ones to leave the party. Yeah. And she's always the life of the party. Um, she said it's it's the same thing. Like it's more her her being and I don't even know if sober is the right. She word doesn't for her. drink. Her not drinking is drink more alcohol. uncomfortable for other people than it mm-hmm. is for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, you know when she meets somebody new and they're like, "Can I get you a drink?" She's no, I don't I'm, I don't drink. They're like, "Well, what what do you do?" They like expect her to have another vice. Like, do you do cocaine? Like right. Do you smoke <laughs> weed? Like heroin? Like, what's your vice? Yeah. And she her the way that she likes to disarm the situation is she says, "I'm a Christian." <laughs> just to make people feel bad oh like yeah. it's like against I mean she, is, she is a Christian but right. she like she pulls that joke out just to be like make them even more well, uncomfortable well yeah because it's like you know it's like she tries to make herself sound even more square and judgy mm-hmm. you know
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> it is funny to watch people squirm yeah I don't know. It's interesting, but it's been in the news a lot recently because I think Megan Fox has started talking openly about how she quit drinking in 2009 after going to an award show. I think it was the Golden Globes. You know how they serve champagne? People always get so shit-faced. And she did an interview after and just said a bunch of stuff that I think she was like kind of berated for after. And... She was like, that was when I realized like, I just can't drink alcohol because I become somebody or I don't have a filter, you know, but I become somebody I'm not really. So that was for her. Jennifer Garner really has talked a lot about the COVID drinking thing. And she was like, I just, before I knew it, it was like, you reward yourself after a day with your kids with a glass of wine. And then before you know it, it's two and then it's three. And it's just like, that's exactly what happened to me. It was just like a habit thing that developed that it just becomes this crutch that you're like oh, yeah, let's do this, and then you're drunk and taking medicine before you charcoal pills before you go to bed so you don't feel like shit the next day so you can get up and do it all over again. And I just was so exhausted of it. It was like maybe a part of why all of my world started to feel like it was compounding, you know? It's just like because you can't operate as your best self.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's funny to think like the the irony of like, oh, I'm going to have this to unwind rather than just like taking some deep breaths and unwinding.
0: Are meditating? How or about meditating, that? Yes. Yeah. Like, those are the things that I'm saying, as we really, as a society, have done a disservice to ourselves. And, like, I think this is just everyone's just doing the best that they can. And you're passing on what you've been taught. But maybe this is what's happening right now in our universe is like, okay, we're going to get hit with a bunch of shit. And you can't just drink your way through this one because it's going to keep going. And, like, if you drink your way through it, then you're going to need to go to a meeting to deal with right, that. Right. Um, or you're going to get sick. Like, I was telling you about. There are so many really bad effects on our bodies that we just don't even, everyone's like aware of cirrhosis of the liver, but like there's a huge impact of alcohol on our brains. There's a huge impact of alcohol on the rise of cancer, especially in women, the breast cancer numbers, like they're saying the contribution of alcohol is huge for that Brain chemistry in general, just the effects of like what I was talking about emotionally. Like, how many times have you been in bed on a Sunday, and you're like, oh, Jesus, it's just like the most lonesome day ever," and you have that emotional hangover.
1: Yeah, or it's you're you're thinking about like, what did I do last night? Yeah, it's a Sunday scaries. Nobody likes those.
0: Yeah, so I think one of the things I read about, so alcohol, let's see. Alcohol is associated with other disease, injuries, and harms. Liver disease, impact on the brain, like I just said. Impact on the heart. Women who drink excessively are at an increased risk for damage to the heart muscles at lower levels of consumption and over fewer years of drinking than men. So they're saying it's harder on women's bodies because we don't process it as easily. Like, it doesn't break down in our bodies as easily as men. And so... You know, I would try to go toe to toe a lot of times with the guys around me. And I'm like... She,
1: you often did.
0: I did. <laughs> I mean, that's a part of being from Louisiana, I guess. Yeah. You just like, you can drink, but like, um, it's not good for my body. And I'm like, I'm light. Like, I'm a little person. So it it's just interesting that we could drink the way that we did. But it doesn't mean it's doing good for my insides. Yeah,
1: I... it's. It's it's funny I'm really conflicted because I don't think that I'm anywhere near a point of doing what you're doing and I'm yeah. fully aware of the implications of not doing it mm-hmm. you know so it's like I think that's why it's kind of a weird conversation because I'm you know I of course support you and support anyone sure. who wants to take this journey and like shit I should be paying a little bit more attention to my health you know um but I you know it's not to like poke holes in it. It's just, um, what, like, is there a world that exists without alcohol? No, you I don't know? think like, so. I'm, I'm just,
0: I don't think so. Yeah.
1: Like, so what, what is that what's happy, the ba- what's the happy balance? I you think know, that's
0: the exact question, right? That's why it's called sober curious. It's like, I, may, I don't know that you need to even think about that. You know what right. I mean? But I think you could ask yourself the question and contemplate like, oh, how am I drinking? Why am I drinking? Like, it's just asking yourself the questions to be aware enough of the whys or if it is affecting your life in a negative way. Like, to even ask yourself the questions. That's all I'm saying. Right, like, yeah. I'm not trying to sit on some high horse over here and be like, oh, I stopped drinking, so you should. Or right. everybody should. Like, I don't think everyone needs to stop drinking. And I don't know that I'm going to not drink forever. It's not really – that's not really the point. It's like in six months I could be like, yeah, I'm going to have a glass of wine. But I want to be aware of like the whys, like I said. And I just want to be aware of what I'm drinking. Like and conscious
1: drinking. Conscious drinking. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I'm also like thinking how – I think legally they have to do this. But like in ads for drink products, they always say drink responsibly.
0: Right, As they show people, like, partying and whatever, driving. (laughs) Right, right,
1: right. I don't think they show them driving, (gasps) but they might show them as passengers maybe. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, maybe it should say, like, drink consciously.
0: Oh, that's a good. That actually, why is the advertising not switching to, like, but they they lose money that way. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's a business. It's a massive Mm -hmm. business. You look Mm -hmm. at someone like, I mean, it's my favorite brand, like, Cosmico's. Mm-hmm. And it's a fairly young brand. It's a billion-dollar brand. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of money in this space. I mean, alcohol, like, think about it. It's like there was a time in America where you weren't legally allowed to drink. Yeah. Yet everyone was still doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, in Louisiana, the year before I went to college, this was such a sweet kill by Louisiana. <laughs> but literally, the drinking age was 18. And so really? it, it switched to 21 the year that I went to college, which was bullshit, but, but yeah, I mean like it's, a lot has changed I think with that. But, um, with as far as the, Point of that you're making about the money. I was telling you earlier that Bella Hadid is a part of this new company called Ken, what is it? Ken Euphorics. So they are creating these new drinks. Like this one is, it's really good for brain health. And apparently there's a relaxing one and one that's a little more stimulating. Probably, I would imagine, like a healthy Red Bull. But so you, if you go to parties, you have this option of like, having the stimulate stimulation that you might be getting from drinking or not feeling so not a part of because you're drinking something, but it's a healthy version. It's non-alcoholic. There's like mushroom adaptogens in it. So it's all good for your body versus like, I mean, honestly, alcohol is like poison, right? So it's like breaking down things in your body. And um, these could be the next like billion dollar companies, I totally, guess is my yeah. point. If we start... Thinking about this, apparently like a lot of the younger generations and millennials are actually thinking in this mindset of sober curious.
1: I mean, it's like, I'm, it's making me like sort of look back at my life with like a weird reflection because I just, I can't imagine it not drinking.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I can't imagine looking back at my life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's too what would fun i have times. done. God. It's, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just like people go through seasons, too. And it's totally. just like it's just where people are. And like, I don't know. It's just where I am right now. And I don't even know. Is this the lighter side of things? This feels like so heavy. Well, you know, what, we're talking well, about it. Well,
1: I mean, I I think it's important to mention this, too, is that there are actual people that have um, neurological reasons why they shouldn't drink Oh, like because they're. The the way that they process the enjoyment of alcohol leads to alcoholism, and it's something that's so beyond just binge drinking. Mm. And so, um, yes, you know, sober
0: uh, curious could be like a little bit offensive yes, to certain people, yeah. and we're not meaning it in that way. Um, capacity,
1: you know, yeah, I th- I think that there are you know obviously people that have neurological reasons why, mm-hmm. um, you know, substance abuse is a very real thing for them. Sure, um, it's a disorder, mm-hmm. and so I mean a lot of these products, like this Gigi Adid thing. It's like it's amazing it's because it, Bella. I, oh, sorry
0: <laughs> again. They're <are>, terrible, gay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're both brilliant women that have amazing they're business backgrounds. So, mm-hmm. um, whatever. Um, <laughs> my point was is like having having options like this, like will hopefully um, for for people like that, sort of help them nip it in the bud before it gets to what it would naturally have been in a normal society that's pushing alcohol on everybody.
0: That's the point, Yeah, right? Like, it's about asking the questions to then maybe not, to take the stigma away, first of all, but then also to normalize, hey, you don't have to drink. Right. Like, drinking isn't actually what makes every situation so much fun. Sure, it can amp things up, and it can take things down. I mean, it just depends on the kind of drinking you're doing, and I just think it's like, we should just be giving people the option of like drink if you want don't if you don't want to it doesn't have to be so life or death that you drink or don't drink like
1: well it's funny to think like none of none of the like cola companies thought cola you know like coca cola or sprite or whatever No, like, we
0: call everything coke there co- yeah like cola? <laughs> none, none of the soda, soda
1: companies whatever pop pop companies this is a big thought, debate thought what do you to call be it? like you know have your night out with Coca Cola and like yeah. make it a thing, or it's, like cool to drink? You Have know. a Coke at the party, yeah. getting wild, you know what I loose. mean? I, yeah. I don't feel like that the the marketing's ever been that.
0: No, it's enjoy it's a Coke like, with a smile,
1: right? Like refreshing in the <laughs> afternoon, you know.
0: Right? Yeah, I mean, but alcohol is a l- social lubricant. It it makes things looser. It makes things easier. It as like in a dating scenario. I'm thinking about that already. I'm like, oh my god, am I going to not drink <laughs> when I finally get ready to start dating again? That is going to be awkward.
1: Well, you're. I mean, maybe you'll find out sooner <laughs> sooner if someone's not for more you. compatible. Yeah.
0: Maybe I'll date another person who doesn't drink.
1: I mean, I would imagine that alcohol sort of contributes to, like, uh, you thinking that a date is going so much better than it actually is. Oh, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Like, on both <laughs> Beer sides. Yeah. On both sides, you're like... Yeah.
0: Well, I will say this. I think that removing alcohol from the equation, for me, like, even when we go to parties, you were talking about how people, like, it helps you become your own self. What I'm realizing is, in my life in general, I'm really working hard to become the most authentic version of myself that I can for right now. You know, it's like every day is like learning something new about myself. And I mean, it's a journey that we're on for the rest of our lives. But I think with that exploration has come some confidence and like, here's who I am. And like, like
1: it or leave it. Yeah.
0: Like sometimes I'm really hyper and like I'm real chatty and whatever. And then sometimes I'm really shy and quiet. And like all of those things are okay. And I don't need to like, be forcing myself to pound tequila so that I can be what I need to be in that scenario consistently. Like it's okay to be, well,
1: you can probably be quiet and loud on tequila too. I've definitely seen you cry. (laughs) 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 I've definitely seen it like make you go in.
0: Yeah, it can be all the things, but I think that also what else it's made me realize is like, if I am not enjoying people's company, because I think a lot of times I know I drink when I'm like feeling forced in conversations or I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get another drink when it's like (laughs) an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, And I have another friend who we were talking about this and he said, I was at this party, it was after the CMAs and literally um, I realized I was having some, the conversation was really stupid and he basically like looked at his wife and he was like, yeah, it's time for us to go. Like, cause it's like, You start to realize I don't need to force myself to have these conversations, and if I'm feeling like I need another drink to be around this person, they're probably not a person I need in my life. (laughs) Like that's the kind of things that I'm starting to think about: is if I can't be comfortable in certain scenarios without alcohol, I don't need to be in that fucking scenario.
1: That's a great point.
0: And I sit with you guys as you're drinking, feel totally fine. I never even think about it. Right. That's the thing. Like we went to corner pub not that long ago and you guys all had drinks and wings and whatever. And I just like sat and chatted cause y'all are my best friends. And like, yeah. I feel totally comfortable and confident in myself.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I mentioned Allison before she's one of my favorite people to be around. Totally. You know, and it, it never occurs to me that she's not drinking. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean. I was pa- giving you a yeah, to- yeah Yeah. See how hard it is? Yeah, it's hard it's to recover. from. <laughs> You're kind
0: of like, okay, where do well, I go great. from here?
1: Yeah. God, you need a drink.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm not super curious anymore. Podcasts with Chip are too hard. <laughs>
1: Maybe I should just drink.
0: Maybe. There's, you know, an open bottle of wine in there.
1: Is it the non-alcoholic?
0: No, Annie was here.
2: eBay Motors es tu socio seguro. Puedes ver el potencial. Con algo de trabajo, piezas nuevas y mucha pasión, transformaste una carrocería oxidada con 100.000 millas en un vehículo totalmente singular. Con más de 122 millones de piezas y accesorios para tu vehículo, puedes asegurar que siga funcionando sin problemas. Juegos de frenos, faros, turbocargadores, defensas, lo que requiera tu carro, encuéntralo en eBay Motors. Con Guarantee Fit de eBay, te aseguras que la pieza le queda perfecta a tu carro a la primera. O sea, te devuelve tu dinero y a estos precios qué más siantas y no tu dinero mantén vivo ese espíritu de ride or die baby en eBay Motors eBayMotors.com solo para artículos elegibles se aplican restricciones.
0: Oh, anyway, Ruby Warrington was the one who coined the term sober curious. And she said, I realized that a lot of people felt the same way as me. They knew they they like they knew alcohol could be problematic for them, but they didn't see themselves as alcoholics. They were afraid to either talk about it and didn't have an outlet or an open discussion for the problems even normal drinkers experience. She published the book called Sober Curious, encouraging people to change their relationship with alcohol and stop drinking on autopilot. That's the perfect word to talk That's about what word, I was saying. Yeah. There's also a big book, and they mentioned I mentioned Sex in the City earlier, but uh, Charlotte sent Miranda this book called Quit Like a Woman, and you found a really interesting article yeah, I about. Yeah,
1: I was just in researching. I was like, "Is sobriety hip?" Was what yeah. I yeah. Oh yeah, I loved this article, and I landed on a website called HipSobriety.com. Mm-hmm and it was actually by the it's it's a blog that was started by the author of quit like a girl quit like, quit a, woman. like a woman um and it basically uh, it starts with a manifesto of you know wh- why and how to quit mm-hmm. and then in the about section it's her story when she sort of hit her own rock bottom and realized that she had a problem with drinking, out, uh, drinking, drugging. She was smoking a lot of weed mm-hmm. and cigarettes mm-hmm. and she was also bulimic. Mm. Um, and she went to a doctor about it. She knew that she needed help. Her life was spiraling out of control. And the options that her doctor gave her just did not work for her because she didn't want to go away for a month. She couldn't afford it. Oh yeah. Like uh,
0: intensives are expensive yeah, and or rehab or whatever it is.
1: Yeah, and so she decided that she was going to create create her own way to sobriety, yeah. and um, she created a program for herself, and this was in 2012 that it happened, and she said her life, she, she is now living the life that she dreamed of, mm-hmm. um, and she has a, a website now called Tempest, I think, Okay. Um, and it's like an online resource that can help you get sober if you want, and sort of... And I don't. I I haven't dug that deep into it, but I think it's like the program is designed. I know.
0: Well, at at least I'm not researching right right now. now.
1: But what the point that I was going to make was, I don't think it's just. I I think this program you can use for other things. Like, Mm -hmm. I think the majority of it is about sobriety from drinking. Mm -hmm. But if it is a food addiction, or I think there's, they can work with, with you on that too.
0: And I think like. Again, it's like what we said, because I think a lot of addiction, it scares me a little bit to kind of talk about this. And like, you actually read that to me earlier and my, I do 12 step programs. I'm not an AA, but I do other ones and it makes me a little nervous, um, To put that around, like when someone says something like, you know, AA wasn't for me, but so I created my own program. That would literally, if you go to AA, I promise you they would be like, okay, well you're not ready to get sober yet. Because like if you have a true problem with something like that and it is an addiction, you can't just put it down. Like it is virtually impossible to just like be like, you know what, I'm just going to quit drinking. And this is why I said to you before we started, I was like, I know I'm not an alcoholic because like it has not been hard for me. But it has served my life. I will be honest that it has served my life to not have it in it for right now. Right. Because you
1: don't have a substance abuse disorder. It's a very right. different thing.
0: Well, I don't, I don't, that's not my drug of choice, let's right. say. Right, right. So, like, yeah, so I don't, it's just been like, okay, I'm going to cut that out because I'm working on myself in these other capacities that I do want to lay down my codependency and the other things that alcohol actually really exacerbates sometimes. And I have to be honest with myself about that, you know, like was it serving me in any forms of my life or like right now, is it going to be? And like, I don't really see an upside. So like, can I just eliminate the factor? Yeah. But if it was my drug of choice, I don't think it would be the thing for me to just be like, you know what? I'm not going to quit drinking today. Like that's like a joke. Well,
1: I'll I'll read a little bit of what she says because I do think that it, it needs some context because she, and I'm putting words in her mouth. Um, but it wasn't just about, it was figuring out, she figured out the why of why she needed to stop all of she these She talked about the under,
0: that's what I was saying 12 step programs are so good for, right. which is why I have the most respect for anyone. She who figured works for out the why program. because
1: she was depressed. Mm-hmm. She, her relationships were all bad. The drinking was, getting sober was not um, a consequence of that. Mm-hmm. She freed herself of the drinking so that she could work on the other things. That's exactly what I'm right. saying. Yeah. Right. Right. And, um, and she says in, in her about me, uh, the, in the story, she said, sobriety isn't just about quitting alcohol and drugs. It's about getting after your best life and having everything that you've ever dreamed of. It's about living the way that other people won't live so that you can live the way that most people can't live.
0: I love that. Yeah. I mean, well, I told you this about 12 step programs in general. They've taught me how to tell the truth on stuff and how to be vulnerable and be real. Like, Any sort of work that you're doing, and I think what she's referencing that, too, is like she's digging deeper and learning how to live a life that a lot of people don't even even know to address or get the chance to live um, or... Ask themselves the hard questions to to walk through that the pain to get to the other side. You know, it's like there are. I think it's like a really amazing mentality to look at all the positives and like keep the focus on that versus like, oh no, I, I've got to stop drinking or, oh shoot, like this is depressing that I should stop drinking. Like it doesn't have to be. It actually can be the most empowering, beautiful thing. Like especially like I'm a person who loves to eat healthy, right? And then I'm sitting here like poisoning myself with tequila and wine. It's like right. it's very contradictory Absolutely. of the rest of my life. And so when you start to think of it as a health thing that you're doing for yourself or a way that you're taking care of your mental health even, it's very empowering and it's just like it's not that big of a fucking deal.
1: Right. She she does note that it's not easy. Yeah. You know, like this is not, she says um, it's not all rosy. Life is still complicated fucked up and hard. It's just all that now without this all that now without the sense of just um waiting to die and pointlessness and slog of hangovers. Mhm. Don't let ever uh, don't let anyone ever tell you that it's just a fairy tale. Nothing is a fairy tale.
0: That's absolutely true. True. Sure,
1: yeah, it's like But I think if you're living the best version of yourself, it's it's your fairy tale. Oh, that you know, a nice like, spin. Well, yeah, because I think we all we all have a common idea of what a fairy tale looks That's like. That's true because that is the conditioning that we've grown up
0: with. Well, we yeah, we were talking about that earlier. It's just like your life doesn't have to look like everyone else's for it to be an amazing life, right? I, I think something she just said, and I already forgot it. Shoot, is it about? There was a lot. Oh, it doesn't make it easy. I will say, when you remove the alcohol, you realize all the the feelings you're medic. I mean, you're pushing down. So a lot of times it gets worse before it gets better. So if if you do find yourself and you're like, I do feel like I'm probably medicating or like I'm medicating this breakup. How about I say it like that? Like that's an example that I think a lot of people do or like you're miserable in your relationship or like you're stressed out at work. And so you have a drink and it's like, what? are you avoiding feeling with the alcohol? And so that is a lot of the stuff that initially comes up when you stop drinking and you don't have your medicators and it's super uncomfortable. Like I have had days like that, you know, like I've been going through some stuff and I've talked openly on here about going through a breakup recently. And it's not like there are not days where I'm like, God, I wish I could numb out. Like I don't want to fucking feel this. It feels terrible. Right. But instead, I just cry my way through it and try to get to the other side. And typically, I actually feel better because <laughs> I'm releasing the real thing happening. Well,
1: yeah, because you're doing the work.
0: Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> you're what You're doing the called. work.
1: It's like, can, I mean, I can't imagine, like, I would imagine a lot of people at bars who are there, like, trying to meet somebody or hook up or whatever it is, like, yeah. the drinking makes them feel sexier.
0: Oh, God, yeah.
1: You, can, can you imagine, like... Trying to do that sober?
0: What are you trying to scare
1: me? Yeah, no, I mean it's like terrifying <laughs> to me.
0: Well, I because think, I, the
1: truth is, is, I don't feel sexy. So it's like, but I, that's the
0: point. Right? Those are the things to right. address, not to drink more right. to feel sexier. Because it's also like a false. But it of...
1: but it's a catch twenty two because if drinking does make you feel sexy, then yeah. maybe that's.
0: But is that a real feeling of sexy? I don't know. I don't know. Either. I just
1: I think it's like look. The conversation, you know, we're obviously neither of us are experts on this topic, mm. but I think everyone—it's your personal responsibility to address your relationship with alcohol, and if you think you have any level of problem with it, you probably do. Yeah, you know, and look, that doesn't mean that that's plenty of people can sit around and be like, "I don't have a problem with it," and they actually have a problem with it. But I think if you if you have any sort of doubt about like where your relationship with alcohol sits,
0: but that also takes a lot of vulnerability to admit. Totally, I'm thinking of a lot of situations where I just know, yeah, that's a hard one to face.
1: Yeah, and it's like here, this is me just trying to be a little bit vulnerable about it too. It's like if I'm saying like, wow, I can't, I can't imagine my life without alcohol. Does that mean I have a problem with it? I don't know. Or does that Only mean that you know. I've figured out how it fits in my life and I'm content with? Mm-hmm. that you know
0: but i think the point is you're asking the questions right that's all right. sober curiosity is yeah yeah anyway yeah <sighs> i mean i don't know i hate that so i was like oh my god this is gonna be the latter side of things <laughs> and we're like stop drinking
1: <laughs> well i'm not saying stop drinking i
0: know i'm saying i stopped drinking Yeah, you said you
1: stopped drinking and
0: i think it's just a it's like an interesting topic to think about and yeah. those are the things that I like to bring to this podcast, and it is very top pop culture relevant because so many celebrities are actually openly saying, "Yeah, like I realized I was kind of overdoing it here, and um, maybe it was time to just put that down for a minute, yeah, or for it's, life it's or funny. forever, whatever."
1: You know, my man crush, Dax Shepard. Uh, oh, he's so, wait, he's,
0: you like Dax? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Do well, you ever listen to that podcast <laughs> called Armchair Expert? I've never heard you talk oh my about god, that. There
1: must be a new episode. It's the new year. Oh my god! Um, oh my god! But you know he's sober, and but he he talks about how much he loves alcohol. You know, like
0: I mean, I love alcohol. Yeah. Who doesn't? So love I, I to think just have a good cocktail. Totally,
1: yeah. Um,
0: now I just have a good mocktail. No doesn't no. Does have quite the same. Reading? No.
2: eBay Motors es tu socio seguro. Puedes ver el potencial. Con algo de trabajo, piezas nuevas y mucha pasión, transformaste una carrocería oxidada con 100.000 millas en un vehículo totalmente singular. Con más de 122 millones de piezas y accesorios para tu vehículo, puedes asegurar que siga funcionando sin problemas. Juegos de frenos, faros, turbo cargadores, defensas, lo que requiera tu carro, encuéntralo en eBay Motors. Con Guaranteed Fit de eBay, te aseguras que la pieza le queda perfecta a tu carro a la primera o Se te devuelve tu dinero. Y a estos precios, ¿qué más Y no tu dinero. Mantén vivo ese espíritu de ride or die, baby, en eBay Motors, eBayMotors.com. Solo para artículos elegibles. Se aplican restricciones.
1: I hate the word longtail. It's so... Can
0: I say something embarrassing? <laughs> you go around the table at dinner lately when we've been, like, ordering drinks. Or y'all order y'all's drinks. And I'm like... Y'all are like, oh, can I get a tequila soda and, like, a splash of grapefruit or whatever you order? And, like everyone else throws in their order and they get to me and I'm like
1: Shirley Temple well
0: I'm like can I do the same thing but without that alcohol and they're like what and I'm like can you just do a fucking mocktail?" like I have to then nobody understands right. when you first order and so I have to like say it well, three just or say four times
1: it, it, club soda with lime
0: well that's what I'm gonna start doing because I don't want all the sugar yeah actually last time because that's couple what times my time, drink
1: would be without the-
0: totally <laughs> the, the last couple times I've just gotten water I just don't care anymore I like have some-
1: so good I love water <laughs>
0: That's a shirt. I'm, I'm a, uh, Water's I'm, so good. I love water. Oh, my God. Add it to the list. Shipisms.
1: <laughs> add it to the list.
0: I'm so glad you love water. I do love water. We have a friend who only drinks Diet Coke.
1: I have a friend that never drinks water.
0: Who's the friend that only drinks Diet Coke? Courtney, shut up. <laughs> really? Does she not drink water? We're working on it.
1: My friend Rachel never drinks water.
0: It's really, It's really good for you. I'm so glad you love water. I love it. This is a side tangent. Anyway, I've just <laughs> anyway. been drinking water. But I just... Yeah, I think it's more about me getting confident in, inside myself and not giving a fuck. I also just like... I'm, I'm like, I have so many that. bigger fish to fry right now. <laughs> I just do. Like, I'm just like... I want to get my life back. And the last three years has just been... Mm-mm.
1: Not today, Satan. And then
0: today I'm saying not yeah. today, Satan. We are not going there. So, yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm doing Thank you guys for.
1: Well, I also read. Wait, there are some. Excuse me. Computer, I was thanking the people. <laughs> oh, you were thanking them. Well, I was going to say um, there. There's also um, a new trend of like sober social places. What? Um, yeah, there's a place in Los Angeles called Remedy Place. What is this on Sunset Boulevard? It's what? It's all mocktails.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah, it opened in 2019.
0: I bet they're good. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll try that out next time I go to LA. It's
1: I think it's it's a it's a alternative place for people to go that like don't want to go to a bar. They don't want to just go have dinner with a friend. Right. And they can go to a social setting that feels like a bar, but there's no alcoholic temptation.
0: Actually, I was, I'm glad you said that because I was listening to a podcast um, that was talking about this place in Austin and it's the same thing. It's actually a it's bar. It's Sans Bar, I think. Yeah. How do yeah, you know this? I, I saw it. Oh, mentally. yeah. It's called Sans Bar and it's a bar. So you can go socialize with other people who don't drink and they serve mocktails and stuff. And I think that's a great idea because sometimes it's like,
1: it literally is just about like getting out of your house. And That's what I'm a, saying. A That's yeah. the
0: hardest part to me about or that was the scariest thing about putting down alcohol was like, Well, what am I gonna do? And I don't wanna miss out on the fun. Like you start to think about FOMO, and it's like you don't have to. You can still go do all this stuff. Like we went curling last week and I had a blast. <laughs> Y'all all had drinks and I still just curled and I had curling is like a if you don't just Google it. I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, you know what's funny is I feel like the, the, the coffee industry really benefited from the fact that there weren't like you know because someone's like hey you want to get a drink or a coffee like in case you don't drink you know like i think that's really i mean most coffee places aren't open late at night but like Mm -hmm. i'm thinking in terms of like when i'm trying to set up a meeting like let's grab a bite or a drink or a coffee
0: yeah well i've still been saying sure let's go grab a drink and then i just dropped a bomb when i'm there and i'm like i'll just have a soda (laughs) let give me some ice water (laughs) people are like wait what i'm telling you it makes other people more uncomfortable it really helps your wallet too Oh, my God. Unless you're
1: drinking $15 mocktails. Yeah but,
0: think, yeah, but think about the last couple of dinners we went to, and I told you my bill was, like, ridiculously it's crazy. low. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, that is what I'm doing, and I just was going to say earlier, thank you guys for being on the journey, whether I'm drunk on a martini or sober. And I don't know really what the journey is going to look like, but if you have questions for me or you're doing the same thing and you're getting sober curious – Email me at Kelly at Velvet's Edge. You guys know that at velvet'sedge.com. I forgot to finish that. Um, She's not drunk. Oh, actually, not drunk. What's my excuse going to be now? Jesus. I, I do always love sharing in like minded stories. It really helps me. It always helps me to hear you guys' stories. So email me there. You can also email us your stories of being too drunk or maybe why you're considering. Being sober, curious, or why you think this is all just a bunch of bullshit at the edge at velvetsedge.com. Maybe you're more on chips train and you're just like, wait, do I need to think about this? Like, those would be good questions for people to ask, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like in some ways, it's I feel a little hypocritical and judged by even talking about it. You do? And, well, no, and it's like by self. Me? No, no, self judgment. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, it's totally self judgment because I obviously want to like. I mean, I feel like I would be a sociopath if I didn't want to be the best version of myself, you know,
0: like, um, yeah, there's a lot of people, like. but that, I also though. like drinking, but I don't, yeah. But why do you have to like put it down? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Chip's going to conflicted, I guess. Just pray about this and get back to us. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> Meditate on it tonight. Let us know what happens for okay. you. Post about it on Instagram or something. God. That seems like the thing people do. <laughs>
1: I've got so much Casamigos for Christmas I can't go oh you've got to go. drink it then drink it was it. a Christmas gift hate for that it would to go really to waste. To. Yeah. yeah I
0: hate for it to go to waste <laughs> not, not, not an
1: ad <laughs> not an ad
0: hashtag Casamigos call us listen I'm not drinking you but like still call us yeah. do
1: you have any <laughs> non-alcoholic Casamigos oh my
0: god that's the next thing honestly Ritual is the brand of tequila I've been drinking it's a little smokier than I prefer but it's kind of great it, yeah I'm like learning how to create new mocktail cocktails I don't know. Maybe I'll open a sober bar. Oh, my God. That's a
1: great idea.
0: We'll see how long this lasts, okay. though, first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like two months in starting all these businesses, and I'm like, shit, I actually want to drink. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you guys keep in touch with us at TheEdge, at VelvetsEdge.com. You can always hit me up on Instagram, at VelvetsEdge. Chip is?
1: At Chip Dorsch, it's C-H-I-P.
0: Oh, that was
1: C-O-R-S-C-H. a
0: Do it again, because I just...
1: <laughs> She interrupted me so rudely. C-H-I-P-D-O-R. I I wish you could see how you flip your head. She does a head flip. C-H-I-P-D-O-R-S-C-H.
0: That's Instagram, y'all. And I just want you guys to remember that whether you're sober, this is going to be a big one. Oh, God. Whether you're drinking, you're not drinking, or you're contemplating if you should be thinking about drinking or not drinking, I want you to go out, live life, on the edge. God, that was such a bot. <laughs> okay. Whether you're drinking or not drinking, or you're always living off. on the edge. I Whether you want to live
1: on the edge or take off the edge. Oh. How about that one? Oh, my God. See, I'm a copywriter.
0: Jesus. TM that. <laughs> Is that our new thing? <gasps> yes. Whether you're living on the edge. Wait, what? <laughs>
1: taking off the edge.
0: Whether you're living on the edge or taking off the edge. But that always means that doesn't sound like an option of what if you just want to be chill and not Yeah, drink.
1: and it's taking off the edge. It sounds like you want to like drink. Sounds you're
0: drinking. That's what I'm saying. Whether you're <laughs> dead silent. Maybe. It's n- this is terrible. Yeah. We'll work on this and get back to you, but we probably won't, actually. We probably never will get back it's to you on It's more fun this. to fuck it up, right? Okay, I guess. Always so people are just like, to. oh, God, cut. Okay, so anyway, if you're drinking or not drinking, I hope you're living on the edge and always remember to
1: act casual.
0: Jesus. Bye. Bye.
2: Learn more at ucsd.edu.